Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. And I am Aaron, and I am here once again with your boy, Jason Jenkins. What is going on, Aaron? It's great to be here. I am so excited. We are yes. making this a habit. This is, habit. this is becoming a new trend in our life, this whole thing. Hey, today, what we're going to do is lay out an invitation for you to be a part of what we believe is a truly transformational journey. Um, and we have chosen our words very carefully here because initially we were like, hey, we're going to call this a challenge and we're just going to make it a challenge. But the problem is if you do this to say, hey, I conquered the challenge, you will completely miss what's going on with this. And so uh, we want to invite you into um, a process that we believe is really, truly transformational, has been for us. And we believe will be for you guys. And so at the core of everything that we do at Ariel Tribe is this process. And uh, Jason, why don't you start big picture? We'll just start talking yeah, about it. Yeah, so big picture here, Ariel Tribe. What we decided to put together, and I think just wanted to put more around what you said, Aaron, that this isn't a challenge and we were purpose about calling it an invitation. And why is that? Because every day we have to wake up and we got to make you know decisions. It's really the sum of all those micro decisions that are going to determine about, you know, how do we get more wins than losses at the end of that day? And so really the catalyst behind how we um, establish what we're calling as this invitation was the journey that we took with the 75 hard. But what we realized was that it was missing the component that we've talked so much about, like the mind and body. And so we thought it would make a lot of sense to lay out what this invitation looks like And I'll kind of tackle the first 40 days, but basically it's an 87 day challenge. You might as well, so hold on a second, Jason and Aaron, 87 days, 87 days is such a short period of time to watch what I believe we're seeing it happen right now. It is truly transforming individuals, but we've broken this down into a very meaningful track. And so I'm going to talk about the first 40 days and then we'll kind of collectively talk about the seven days in between because we actually created a break. That is very meaningful. It's not just, hey, take a break and go eat some donuts. <laughs> it is, it's, it was designed very purposely for the back 40. The way that Aaron and I like to talk about this, the first 40, you can expect impact. That's really where you're like, wow, I'm, I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to look better. But it, the transformation truly comes on that back 40 where you're starting to lean into things that maybe get in the way, you know, or you feel like you're stuck in. And I know you'll talk more about that in a second. Yeah. So what are, what does the first 40 days look like? Well, every day for 40 days, you're going to do seven things. So think of kind of a checklist. Um, and you're going to do it seven days a week. And so I'm going to kind of walk through those and what those look like. So the first is we, we call it a cleanse. So 
this is doing no drugs, meaning no recreational drugs, right. and no alcohol. Right. And, and then the big thing here is, is that we're just trying to cleanse the body. And uh, I know someone's like, oh my gosh, I love my glass of wine. I'm like, I love a glass of wine. I hear you. <laughs> but this is an important component for uh, is the cleanse. Let me, let me put one caveat on that. Yeah. If you're on a prescribed doctor, doctor prescribed yeah. drug, like right. an antidepressant or something like that, we're not eliminating that. Correct. <laughs> we are eliminating recreational. specifically recreational drug use. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. So that's the first thing is the cleanse. The second, we're calling it nourishment. So this is really around a clean diet and we're not advocating you know, certain diet programs, it's whatever that, you know, you feel that that fits your body type and that what you want to do. But the, the key to this is to eliminate any kind of processed food, any kind of sugars, like whatever that is, it's got to be nourishment for feeding the body. And it's about being consistent. So there are no cheats. It's not like, hey, if I do this Monday through Friday, Aaron, Jason, you mean I get to have like a piece of pie like Saturday? No, no. This is that we're going to stay committed to whatever that, that diet plan is. The third is exercise. So we're gonna get the body moving every day for 30 minutes. So it's not 60 minutes or an hour and a half. And, and I wanna talk about this for a second. This is simple movement. That could be 30 minutes in the gym, if that's what is good for you and you wanna end up doing 60 minutes, great, but it's a minimum of 30 minutes or it could be simply just walking around the block. But this is getting the body up every single day and putting it in motion you know, for the betterment, really address it in the body. Yep. So the fourth thing we have is spiritual development. And um, what this looks like, this is really spending 30 minutes either in the word uh, for us, uh, those who might be listening to this for us, uh, our faith is important. You know, we are believers in Jesus Christ. So leaning 30 minutes into the scripture, and we do have some guidance on that that we put on the website for that. So if you're like, Hey, where do I start? Um, the great news is that, uh, Aaron is a pastor at a very large church, and he's really good at being a pastor. So he provides some direction there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. And um, but if you're like, hey, Jason, Aaron, that's cool. We 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 did this on purpose that maybe maybe the whole spiritual thing is new to you, and maybe there's you know, hey, I I want to kind of go in a different direction. Whatever this, the key is is that opening up because we are spiritual creatures, and uh, like I said, for us, uh, you know. Jesus and the Holy Spirit is where we get that from. But if that's not for you, that's okay. Just know that that's kind of the direction, but spending time in that. So if you get a book, 10 pages a day, you know, but leaning into that spiritual development. Did you want to say anything on that? No, I think that was really good. So what what you're saying, simpler terms, either 30 minutes in the Bible or 10 pages from a spiritually focused book. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Good. Uh, Fifth, generosity. Love this one. This is about giving to others. And this comes in the form of your time financial resources, or material goods. So every day, it could be as small as, you know, maybe you're standing in line at the grocery store and someone's just got, you know, a couple items and you're like, you know what, I want to I want to buy that. I want to be generous with that. I want to be generous with my time. This could be at work. It could be, again, being purposeful outside of yourself. But it is an act. This is not something that we're holding back inside. But right. physically, you're getting my time, you're getting my hands, or you're actually getting my money out of my wallet. Yep. And so... Carrying somebody's groceries would be an act of service. Yes, 100%. Yeah, intentionally holding a door for someone. This isn't a massive, yeah. doesn't have to be cataclysmic. No, and I was thinking about it, like with um, with my wife, Jennifer, just she helps our neighbor with her trash can. She's elderly. I was like, simple as that, you know, that's that would be an act of generosity. Absolutely. 
Uh, six is affirmation. Uh, this is, again, sharing something specific about gratitude you're speaking into somebody else's life. So work, friend, whatever that is, spouse, your kids. But I think the key here is being specific. It can't be like, hey, Aaron, I like you. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Aaron, I really appreciate our friendship because this is what it means to me. And I really want to encourage um, those that are listening to this, that are doing this, you know, find the specifics because that's really where the relationships begin. And so people can take that away. And so we want to talk specific affirmation into somebody's life. And then the last thing, uh, number seven is mindfulness. And this is really about absorbing the day. This is about getting a journal, writing this down and reflecting upon, you know, uh, what were the challenges? Like, hey, today I really wanted to have eight donuts, you know, or I didn't feel like working out, but I did. And I pressed through like, what did that look like? I think the biggest thing besides pressing through, you know, the physical side of things, but then this gives you a chance to reflect on the spiritual side, like that voice, because when you begin to do hard things, I can promise you, everyone that's listening to this, you're going to, you're going to find new spaces in your life. And it's when you lean into that, where you're going to get clarity on subjects that you're like, I don't feel like I'm getting direction with my job or my relationship or whatever that is. And all of a sudden you're going to get, it's just like in a snap, you're going to be like, oh, got it. I know what that means. And it could come from the form of you being generous to somebody else and affirmation, which is why we included this in the invitation. So those are the seven things that you get to do every day for 40 days, which is pretty fast. But I will tell you, and I know Aaron will say this, you're going to see impact happen when you agree, Aaron. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you a, a great story. For me, um, uh, coming out of the physical side that's connected in ways that I didn't realize it was going to show up. So through this process, there was a day, there was a Sunday morning that I got up before before church. I wanted to go for a run. It was 19 degrees out. And uh, if you ever want to see how tough you are, do some do a challenge like this in the winter. Um, but I, I, I got out. I was two pairs of sweats, two sweatshirts, hat, gloves. I mean, I was I was all bundled up. And I came back and I said, honey, I to my wife, I said, honey, I ran and it's 19 degrees. And she was like, man, that's so cold. And I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> like I feel really good about myself. Awesome. Well, uh, about two and a half months later, um, it was another Sunday morning. I got up and it was eight below. And the wind chill was minus 18. And so I, I told my wife the day before, we knew this, this cold front was coming in. And I told my wife the day before, I was like, hey, I'm going to run tomorrow morning. She's like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's what she said. And I said, well, I mean, what kind of husband do you want? Do you want a husband that runs away from hard things or the one that steps in and tries to push through those hard things? And she's like, ah, there's a fine line there. And I said, I guess, I guess you're right. But I got up. And I ran at minus eight degrees. Now, it wasn't my fastest run. wasn't the most uh, tremendous run I'd ever done, but I did it. Two days later, it had warmed up to 16 degrees. And I was so excited to run at 16 degrees because I was like, man, this is fantastic. And as I'm out running at 16 degrees, I'm thinking back to that morning when I got up and was panicking and freaked out about running in 19 degrees. And I'm like, it's actually colder now. And I'm excited about running this way. And because that mindset of pushing through, making it happen, doing those hard things showed up in in the exercise portion of it, what happened was I was able to translate that into all kinds of parts of my life, the doing hard things. It shows up in how I lead. It shows up in, in how I preach now as a pastor. It shows up in all different kinds of places in my life. 
that it wouldn't have been there had I not forced myself to get up and do exercise, which feels like a weird connection. Yeah, but but what's really cool about it, just listening to you, it, it creates a new benchmark for you. You're like, oh, I can press into that. I can do the hard things. And I think that's the other thing that what you and I are so excited about it. I'm going to take affirmation. So you talked about the physical side of it. Let's take the affirmation piece. Somebody that you just, I mean, work you don't like. <laughs> right. But you're like, okay, today I'm going to find one thing about them that I appreciate. And I'm going to speak into that. I mean, that's the same way about, okay, I did that. And wow, there, you know, there was a great response. And, you know, I mean, knowing that you can do those things. And again, that's what's so exciting about this. When you do the hard things like this, that is what's going to create the capacity for us to grow. Yeah. I love when you tell that story. That's, that is a great story. So, <laughs> so, th- so you do those seven things. And so you're saying, oh, Jason, so what now happens uh, this, this break? Like, what does that look like? And what does that mean? And so um, I'll, I'll kind of take a stab at this and I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Sure. So we created this week for a, a couple purposes. And I, I like to frame it as like getting prepared to wrestle with the bear. Yep. You're like, okay, wrestle with the bear. Nobody wants to go wrestle with a bear because bears are mean and you know, nasty. And what is the bear? The bear is there is something in all of our lives specifically that is blocking our potential. It could be a relationship with your spouse. It could be your job. It could be your physical component. And you're going to talk more about that in a second, about mm-hmm. what those bear categories are. Yep. But we have intentionally laid out what those seven days are so that you can begin to focus and think of like the first 40 was like preparation. That's what I'm saying. It's impact. Like you're like, I'm getting momentum. I'm getting prepared and I'm going to spend the next seven days reflecting and thinking about it, getting feedback because a part of our invitation is accountability. So your accountability partners there with you and you get to walk in at the end of those seven days saying, all right, Mr. Bear, let's go. So Aaron, I'm going to hand it over to you. Just want to talk more about that. Yeah. So those seven days definitely is a, it's a preparation phase of considering what am I going to do in this next 40 days? And, and we'll talk about that 40 days in a little bit. But the other piece of it is this, one of the hardest things that we do as people is start a good habit. Like we finally make that first step. We get in, we get rolling. There's a good rhythm. We're seeing results. It's good. And then we get interrupted. Um, We go on vacation. We have something happen that was unexpected. We get our routine gets interrupted and we're like, "Ah, I'm just not going to worry about it right now. And then we come back to it. And pretty soon, six months later, everything that we had gained was lost. And, And I can't tell you how many times in my adult life that I was started losing weight, started exercising, started a new habit at work, started doing something different. And then an interruption comes and I'm like, oh, we'll just get through this next couple of days or we'll get through this week or we'll get through this vacation or whatever. And then three months later, all the weight's back. And and I'm right. And maybe even more. And I'm like, gosh, everything that I've worked for is gone. <laughs> well, it's so frustrating. Yeah. And just to jump in on that, I think that's why we're not calling this a challenge. Because this is about, you know, we talked about this in the first podcast, who this is for. This is for those, obviously, they are listening to the same I want more for my life. And what is only sustainable is not this short term, I'm going to go, you know, white knuckle this and go do this. This is about identity. Yeah. This is about looking in the mirror saying, I want more for Jason Jenkins. And enough's enough. And, you know, and I'm willing to make the sacrifices, surround myself with the people that are going to help hold me accountable. And um, that's going to require time. It's going to require effort. But that's the biggest thing. Is what people lose those, hey, I, I lost 30 to go gain 50 because that was simply a goal. It wasn't that transformation 
that you and I are talking. Right. And so this becomes a a moment in this week where we go, okay, we're not just going to tick this off a list. We're actually going to tackle something that gets in the way of my own success. So we have this break there to do that. We have the break here to go, okay, we are intentionally going to interrupt. And by the way, here's a funny thing. So uh, a lot of the people on my staff are doing this as just something that we're, we're beta testing with them, you know, and see how, how, how they enjoy it. And what's interesting is they are most concerned about the seven-day break. Doesn't surprise me. Getting into the rhythm of the habits, like that, that's just, you just fall into that and you can pick it up and we have accountability around it. And so there's a lot of support around that. That seven-day break is the thing that people want to try to, well, I'm just going to not do it. I'm just going to press through, you know, and I'm like, well, that's not really what this is about. And so, uh, and people are like, I don't want to stop. I'm scared I won't be able to start again. And I'm like, and that's why. That's why we're doing it. Because what we have to learn to do in our life is we have to learn to take a break, get interrupted, and then jump right back on the wagon and get back into our good habit rhythm. But but I think it gets back to this point. I think this is something that we really want to make sure that everybody really captures what you and I are trying to communicate. Like, are you serious about the transformation? Like, are you like, like I said, anybody can press in and do something for 40 days. You can do it for 90 days for that matter. Right. 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 This is a gut check at day 41 going, okay, no, I'm, I'm serious about this. You know, like I'm, I'm, I want, I want what's going to come at the end of this. And that's why it's there that this week to go, oh, this is going to be hard. Yes, it's going to be hard, Yeah, but you're going to start finding yourself in that. Yep. 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 Absolutely. So that seven days is there for those couple of purposes to really consider what the second 40 is going to look like. And to force you to stop and restart. And because of that, um, develop the habit and the confidence to know that when life interrupts you, because it will, when life interrupts you, um, you can jump right back on the wagon and get, get things going the right direction again. So then we step into phase two, and it's, and it's a second day set of 40 days. So you have your first 40 days where you're doing these seven habits. Then you have your seven days off. Then you're going to jump into our second 40 days. And here's where the second 40 days, I love how Jason says it, the first 40 days is impact, second 40 days is transformation. This is super exciting. Um, So what we're going to do in the second 40 days, back into the same seven habits. So you're going to have your cleanse, your diet, your fitness, your uh, spiritual development, uh, generosity, affirmation, and mindfulness. These seven things are still going to be part of your day, every day. But what we're going to do is put a focus in one of five directions, okay? So we have, like, you have to decide in those seven days off, which area do I really want to focus on? Which area do I really want to develop in me? Which area do I see in my life that is really um, getting in the way of my own? Or um, is is there a space where I just know that I'm not... I'm not meeting my own expectations in this area. And so here's our five categories. One is family. So maybe my marriage or my kids or my parents or, and there's a million and one combinations. Families are complex. (laughs) You have blended families. You have single mom families. You have single dad families. You have all these different scenarios of family combinations. But is my family something that I want to improve and work on? Can I just say something? Yeah, yeah. So can, because uh, maybe people are hearing this like, oh my gosh, like when I hear you say like, where do I begin here with that? Can you let them know about the resources that are available? Yeah. So this? what we're going to do is on the website, we have, we've created a 
small, it's like a one page, one and a half page resource list for you for each one of these categories that we're going to talk about. So for example, if family's the one that you would work on, you would click on that, download a PDF. On that PDF is going to have books that you can read. It's going to have podcasts that you can listen to. It's going to have um, reflection questions Reflection questions for the activities that you can do. And what we want to do with the Aerial Tribe community is we actually want to put you in a cohort of people from all over the world yeah. that are trying to focus on building that same category so that you can get into a small group environment where, um, and you may or may not know these people, they may be from all over the world, um, but people, to get into a group with people that can um, support one another and go, hey, here's what's working. Uh, we can collectively try to come up with, you know, different ideas to do things. This is working. This didn't work. This, this, you know, all those kind of things. To, I'm tired. I want to give up. Okay, well, keep going. I'm here for you. Those kind of supports. Um, those are the kind of things that can happen in that community piece uh, of the Aerial Tribe website. So there's a couple of resources that we're developing for you on whatever yeah, category you choose. Because sure, I mean, that would be pretty daunting. Just want people, people to know that we've taken the time uh, not to just develop with ourselves. We actually got professional, you know, counselors that have really helped guide that. Yeah. Know? So this is we think a really strong resource for everybody. Um, you know, as you kind of go wrestle with this bear. Yep. 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 Um, second, uh, of our five categories is business. If you're like, man, I really just want to, I want to be better at business. I want to grow in my ability to, to make an income or to build a, a whatever I want to, I want to step out on my own and, and build a company. I have this dream, this thing in my heart that I've wanted to do, and I'm scared to do it. And, and I want to step under that, whatever that is. Uh, so business is another piece and the same kind of resources available for that. Uh, number three is personal development. Um, if I, there's a emotional issue in me that I'm stuck on or, or there's just something about me that I want to, I want to develop. I am shy in crowds. I can't talk to people. I feel socially awkward. I feel like I'm keep stepping on my own toes, trying to move forward in life, those kinds of things. Number four is spiritual development. If you're like, man, I really want to, um, to focus on that for, for the second 40 days. And then the fifth one is fitness. You're like, man, I, I really need to develop this fitness piece. Let me say this one thing about the fitness thing. If you're going to focus on fitness, and I would say if you're going to try to tackle um, being a part of this invitation, you probably need to make sure that your doctor says you're okay with uh, physical exercise. Because the worst thing you can do is do something that your body just can't sustain. Um, so go to your doctor, get that all set. But if you're good to go and you want to work on that fitness piece, We've got stuff for you there as well and stuff that we're actually using, stuff that we're actually doing, um, things that are actually working <laughs> for us that when we look in the mirror, we go, hey, um, are improving. Yeah. It, it is apparent that yep. you're improving. Um, and so that's that's something that's there for us. So those that second 40 days, you have the same seven habits, but you also have a focus on one of these five categories. And so to think about like, if what does that look like to focus on those things? We have a resource list that you can focus on in your reading, but think about, uh, for example, family. If you want to focus on family, well, then the affirmation piece probably needs to be directed there for that next 40 days. So I need to be really intentional. Now think about this. If my wife and I are just coasting in our marriage, like we're roommates, like we don't we don't hate each other, but we're really not. There's no intimacy. We know, we're not no connected. Wall. Yeah, you're just not connected. Man, that daily affirmation. Every day, I'm going to find something that I truly appreciate about my wife. 
And while that will open her heart, the greater effect is how it changes my perception of her. And that makes everything better. It's been one area, I mean, we're supposed to be vulnerable on the podcast, right? Go ahead, jump in. I'm just saying that's just- I'm here for you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, just don't tell my pastor. <laughs> I would never. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, I mean, that's just one area that at least for me personally, you know, is a challenge because, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm over here being the provider. I'm doing all this. What are you doing? You know, and it's a slight little, uh, crack, you know, that can get into marriage and cause a real big divide. You know, for me personally, I had to kind of recognize that. Like, so when I was doing the challenge, you know, prior to that, I was like, okay, there's gotta be some examination on my heart. And that's just been one thing that's been really cool for me and uh, Jennifer, you know, is is for me to take the lead on that, you know, and to be really specific, like, hey, babe, let me let me tell you why I love you so much, you know, let me tell you why I think you're so hot, like, you know, yeah. all of those things. And so it's been it's been really great for us personally. Now, and it's funny because we didn't have a bad marriage; it was just, and it wasn't like that was stagnant. But there was so much more, which is the whole point of this challenge. Is like. I looked at the mirror and I'm like, I love Jennifer. We've been married almost 22 years, but I think there's so much more that can be there. And it's really cool because this kind of sparked, you know, just some more intimacy um, in our conversations, not not so much physically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's super powerful. Super powerful. Yeah. I think about this, like, so, you know, w- with the people that we have on staff, you know, we have um, uh, over 60 people on our staff and, um, every day I w- see these people, right? Like I spend time, more time with them than I spend in my house. Uh, you know, i I'm spending long hours every day rubbing shoulders with all these people that I work with. And, and think about this, if, if business is one of the things that you want to focus on, you create a culture of affirmation and in your business, like what is good, what's going to be the change? Like I can tell you in our world, it's transforming like pe- because people are looking for genuine heartfelt affirmation that they can give to the people that they work with every day. Yeah, what, what it produces, I mean, let's just take it in the context of the business world. You know, we both lead a lot of people. Uh, it, it establishes trust. At the heart of leading, you have to have trust and respect. I always say the degree of trust and respect is the degree of how far you're going to go. Yep. And when you begin to breathe life into those that count on you, Okay, then all of a sudden they're starting to, you're recognizing me, they're going to follow you in ways that you can never possibly imagine. Yep. Um, Yeah, and we'll do a whole podcast on that. I mean, that that one gets me pretty Yeah, so we have one gal on staff that's doing this. She's my poster child for the, for the, what's, how this is transforming her. So her act of generosity this uh, Thursday, yesterday, was um, she made me a plate of keto brownies. And I was like, those are amazing. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. But the cool part about that, while that was this tremendous act of kindness by her, and it meant a ton to me, and people in the staff saw it, for me, I was able to, in front of other people, tell her how much I appreciated the fact that she was thoughtful. And, uh, and, and, And so what it did was it built her up. She felt good. I felt good that she had done that for me. She was kind to me. But what it did was it created a ripple to five or six other people who saw that whole interchange take place and and two people genuinely heart to heart connect and be be appreciative of one another that starts to transform everybody yeah because what's happening just listening to your story it creates awareness yep I mean, how many of us just like you know wake up go to our thing stare at the text messages the phones we get busy but do how many of us stop and find awareness and 
And that's what I love about the generosity and the affirmation piece is it forces it, it like working out all that. I mean, that's kind of selfish in a good way for myself. Right. Spiritual though is for me, but generosity and affirmation that's going outward. Yep. And so you have to stop and look around and go, okay, who do I get to bless? And I think that one of the fundamental flaws of us as humans is that we walk out the door every day looking for who's out to hurt us. I want to protect myself from who's out to get me. And so I'm, I'm going to survive. And, yeah, and that's, how we, that's how we make it in this world. We survive, you know. Mm-hmm. I think thinking generous and, and, and thinking affirmation points my eyes towards the needs of the world and then makes me feel empowered to do something about it. Like I'm looking, how can I bless? How can I give? How can I make a difference in the world in a good way rather than constantly walking out the door going, and that mindset shift changes everything. So not only does it change it, if I put my business hat on. Yeah, please. Okay. It not only changes it just from humanity and the way that I think you and I both agree, but like, you're like, Hey, well, that doesn't really happen in the business world. Well, let's talk about Jeff Bezos, uh, the richest person in the world. His number one focus is it's all about customers. Right. I mean, so if you want to get literal about it from business, it's the same way you got to be thinking about your clients. Not so much like, oh, that's coming. Well, we got to do this and we could cut a corner here. I mean, the more you look outward of serving, it's profitable. Yes. I mean, on both sides of the fence, both emotionally and with relationships and especially with business. And, you know, you can, you can find it to where, you know, companies... They only go so far because at some point they're like, no, nah, we're going to think more about us than the customer. And that's the one thing, like Jeff Bezos or not, what he's done an excellent job at, in my, in my professional opinion, I guess, is he's just been relentless about the customer. And, and so, again, I just kind of wanted to relate it to that. Yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a lowly pastor. I don't know business, but I read a book several years ago called The Dream Maker by Matthew Kelly. Mm-hmm. Tremendous book. That's a great book. And what he said in that book that was so profound to me is that the number one resource of businesses in the future is social capital. 100%. And I don't think we understand how to leverage social capital at all. We don't. And the, the brands that are going to survive, the brands that are being like the greatest companies in the next decade are being born right now around kitchen tables because of COVID. And the companies that we only care about in the future are the ones that are absolutely authentic. People want to know that you care. Who's They want to know who's behind the company. People are making decisions away from big boxes going, okay, what's going on behind this? Well, think about the world we live in right now. I mean, what you're saying, it, nobody knows what to believe. We are, we are currently, as we record this, on the hopefully coming to the tail end of the awesome. pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, that like... Nobody knows what to believe about any of it. Everybody's like this information, that information. Some people are masks are stupid. Some people are masks are like there's Jesus and then there's masks, you know, it's all over the map, even within the professional medical community, let alone the political community. And then now it's been so politicized that it's just polarizing and people are angry and they're fearful. And, and I know like for me, any time that we do anything in the church that brings up any level of conversation around something that's going on with the pandemic, I get blasted with emails from both sides. Like people are so fearful because they don't know what to believe. They don't, they don't have an anchor point on, there, there's no security in it. What if you can start a company that majors in customer security? that you know what you're getting and you know that what you're getting is good and you know that what you're getting has been in this world of fearful 
Like, I don't know. I don't trust anyone anymore. If you can create that space in your business, you're going to do well. It comes down to trust and respect. And that's what, that's what, that's how it always has been, but now more than ever on it. So, yeah, I know we got, I seem like a little bit of a tangent on that, but I just think that there's so much good stuff in that. No, I, and I think the big picture here, Jason, it's a really good tangent because it allows us to say, why are we doing these habits? Well, we're doing these habits because it develops these things that are going to show up in these, what feels like a disconnected area, but it really isn't. It's not at all. It's not at all. And I I know people's lives are going to be absolutely transformed. Yep. After 87 days. Yep. They will. I'm stoked about it. I'm about ready to jump up out of my chair right now. <laughs> I'm so, let's right. go. Burpees, let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the thing. To get back to the bigger picture of this, uh, I want us to make sure that we remind everybody, this is not a challenge to conquer. If you do this, 40 days, seven days off, 40 days, if you want to do this and go, I can tick it off my list, um, you have already failed That's right. the challenge. That's not, that's not what we're doing here. This is an invitation to allow a group of practices put together that integrate a whole, the whole person to transform us from the inside out. I think the other thing, too, just that I think that's exciting about this, that I know the people that are listening right this second, that not only is your life going to get transformed, but I want to encourage you that you're going to transform others. Others are going to see you change. They're going to see things take place and they're going to want that. Yep. And think about that for a second. You know, if it's your family, your friends, your coworkers, I mean, people are, you're going to impact other people's lives. And that's real exciting if you think about what could come from that. So I just want to encourage everyone, you know, that, when you think about this invitation um, and you look at it from yourself first, because you need to do that, but what is going to ripple from your efforts? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I know for me, as I've gone through transformation over the last year, which was one of the things I'm thankful for COVID for, there's a lot of things I'm not thankful for COVID for, but one of the things that I can say I'm thankful for COVID in this regard is that it really forced me into a position where I had to start taking serious inventory of my own life. And so as I started to get myself healthy insides, healthy outsides, right? Like uh, as I started to get myself healthier, totally healthier, I can't tell you how many people are like, hey, what are you doing? What are you, what are you even doing to change yourself? You're, you're different. And some of that was physically different. Like, yes, my clothes are smaller. Um, but also there's, a, there's just a different sense of being. People are like, what are you doing? And so I'm able to share that with them. And and I can't even tell you how many people, even from people that I haven't talked to for two, three, four years, but they see on Facebook what's going on, you know, or on Instagram or something like that. And so now they're like, man, what are you doing? I want to be a part of that. That seems amazing. And so all of a sudden it becomes this really cool ripple effect that really starts to move everyone in your sphere of influence in a positive direction. Yeah. And I think what... Again, I know we keep saying this, but what is going to be transformational is not when they just physically see the change, but when they feel the change. Yes. When you feel the change in your marriage, when you feel the change in your business, if you feel the change in in that, to me, that's, I can't wait to hear the thousands of stories that are coming with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that, that's uh, exciting. I know we've had uh, I had a guy who's on our staff that um, is a type one diabetic, and uh, he's he's taken on this invitation and he's doing it. And uh, he, he, I ask him all the time, "How's it going? What are you learning?" He he texted me the other day just to share that um, 
his A1C, his hemoglobin levels in his blood A1C is down under seven, which for a type one diabetic is incredible. That's, that's amazing. And uh, he said, I, I, I directly attribute all of my physical progress to the exercise, the reading, the mindset that I'm developing all through this process of going through all these habits. And so for him, uh, and this is a guy who is getting to grandparent age, um, for him, he's able to be healthy for his grandkids, to be, to be there to leave legacy for his family because he's transforming his mindset. He's transforming himself from the inside out, which is just incredible. That's, That's just so incredible. Awesome. I love hearing that. And I could tell, I mean, several stories like that. Or like, these are the kind of things that I'm like, yes, what we're doing from my side of the table as a pastor is we're reframing discipleship. We're inviting people into a total transformation so that, that, you know, we're more than conquerors through Christ. That's actually starting to show up in people's life, that they're actually conquering their life. They're living in power. They're living in a sense of victory. They're living with the confidence that they can endure whatever life throws at them because they've been developing themselves mind, body, and spirit all together. We can't wait to hear all the things that you guys... Um, Success stories. Yeah, please share those with us. Jump on uh, on the website, aerial-tribe.com. Jump on there. Share that with us. Let us know how it's going. What are your successes? What are your failures? What are your stick points? How... Who are you putting in your life to help you stay on on the journey with you? Um, that would be a huge deal. And how can we support you? What do you need that you're not getting? What are you What are you getting way too much of? Yeah. If you're getting way too much of, like, hey, that's enough podcasting. Just leave us alone. Let us do our thing. Whatever it is, we want to be we want to be a support for you as you join us on this journey. Because again, we say this probably have to say it every episode. We are on this journey as yeah. well. Um, we are doing this and we're watching what it changes in us. And uh, we're excited about how it's rippling out into other people's lives as well. And we just want you to be a part of that. All right. Any final thoughts for us before we jump off? No, I think just again, you know, the, the website is just a great resource for everybody. You know, we've got an 87 days. So the first 40 days is doing those seven things. That's where the impact's going to take place. And then you're going to have seven days to prepare for wrestling with the bear. And you're going to watch your life transform as you lean into that. And so you get into this, you encourage if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us, but let's uh, let's go, uh, let's go transform some lives. That's awesome. All right. Until next time we're signing off. Look forward to talking with you again soon.